When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, let's get no, the show on. Okay, let's go. Oh, you want to start it. the show, huh? Yeah. Oh, yes, my friend. Oh, that way we're like getting that, huh? killing a couple birds with one stone today. Good morning and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified qualified West Side host, Steve Lucky Luciano. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you tuned into the greatest show on earth. It's the Hard Luck Show. Coming at you from the Pico Youth Center in the beautiful city of Santa Monica. Sitting next to me is my co-host, is Chumahan Bowen, American Indian. Southern Californian elegant barbarian here to wake your ass up once again. Come on. And on sound, old blue eyes. Sh- 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 Sean Lewis. Certified audio professional. Engineer for the hard luck show. Goodbye. And we do have uh, Big Pick Mike, who's in the bathroom again. Every intro, he's in the bathroom. In so. the bathroom. He's here, though. Right. Handling Big Pick number Mike, two. handling visuals. Handling number two. We also have a special couple, special guests. Very special. In house. Mm. Today, mm. we have the uh, illustrious and beautiful Mia here today. Right, Mia? Yes. And we have her father, <laughs> Yes, Jeff. Big Jeff, Jeff in the, the house. Thank you for having us. We appreciate being here. Right. Yeah, yeah. man. Danger man. zone. Danger zone, Jeff. Yeah. Jeff Dang. is our is manager of Mr. D. Jeff's been on a couple times. He's brought his daughter on. I think we have a uh, Cookies Summer 2 photo shoot going on later today. Yes, we do. So What uh, does that mean? We just launched on Friday, Cookies SF launched uh, their second collection for summer. Okay. And so uh, the beautiful Mia is going to do some modeling for us. Are you modeling? Yeah. I mean, I'm saying that from genuine, not like surprise, like you're (laughs) modeling? No, of course you're modeling because you're a beautiful woman, but you're modeling cookies. Modeling cookies. We have some great new fashion colors, fashion pieces. Um, We're going to have her model some of those and kind of put those up next week uh, due to our launch. What's the the background or where are you going to be taking the pictures at? We're going to go down to the beach. We might go down to the pier. We may go down straight to the bike path. Um, But somewhere where you can see the sand and the ocean in the background, we're going to. Have you done modeling before, Mia? No, it's my first time. Wow, are you nervous? Yeah. Oh, I mean, look at look at her. How's she nervous? You just sit there and you know, just let the camera do the work. You're gonna be fine. Yeah, super excited about it. She is, right, man? So yeah, we 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 need some content coming out of Southern California. A lot of it's out of San Francisco. We like to have some content from down here, and uh, you know. What more than have Mia here? So we're gonna we're gonna do that a little bit later. Big Pick Mike's gonna kind of uh, handle our direction, and right. he's gonna assist. He's gonna be shooting it, right? So um, yeah, we got that, and been wanting to check in with Jeff. I know there's a lot going on uh, in the Mister D camp. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff going. On. A lot of been dropping a lot of music. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. what's going on as of late? Oh, we dropped at least like I want to say three singles. Love of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, how I roll, and I'm thinking about the other one. I can't even think about it because we're dropping so many. Uh, Dancing with the devil. Dancing with the devil. Yeah, those are gonna get visuals pretty soon. Also, what was the one they did with the girl? Love of ours. Love of ours. That was a cruising song. Beautiful. 
Yeah, and what's her, what's the artist's name? The woman, uh, that was Cortez, Rosie Cortez, Rosie Cortez, out of OC. Boy, that's a good Southern California name. That's a great name. Yeah, yeah Rosie, Rosie Cortez. Cortez. She's amazing. She's How's the reception been on that song? Pretty good. It's hitting good numbers, more than I expected. I'm getting about a. I was thinking I was averaging about 800 views a day. For me, that's, wow. that's pretty good for D. I mean, for for his level, I think that's that's decent. Yes. Yeah, but he's doing his thing. We'll drop some more songs. That thing is, it'll go up. But you guys are thinking about going into directing your own videos and putting stuff together. You bought a new camera. Yeah, we brought a bunch of equipment. So we invested a nice amount of money into them. And then we're going to go out there and shoot it ourselves. Me and my partner, Cisco, we're going to go ahead and direct it. And then we have Greg Leaks, so who will be doing all the shooting. And then have awesome. have these pretty much have these take direction of the video. Because he's kind of picky as far as what he wants and how mm-hmm. he wants to visualize it and see it come out on, on the screen, right? Right. So we got to make his vision come true. I mean... It's us. It's a team. It's all money in, no money out. Pretty much the way I look at it. It's like yeah. invest in ourselves. You never know. We might have a full production company by the time we finish this. You, you recognize may. you recognize that theme, Big Lux, where you just really can't trust anybody else to handle your shit, and you got to yeah, handle you gotta it, do it yourself. yourself. Right. Yeah, that's the way we I feel think. About it. I think that that's the best move you could do. And I think uh, uh, you watching over and kind of. Uh, keeping the lane clear for d to explore himself i think he also has a very firm eye on on his look his feeling what he's trying to convey and i think yeah you guys should be doing it from the interior you know yeah will there will there be um similar african-american ladies in the next video uh somebody a friend of mine wants to know (laughs) might Oh, we might, we might. might. yeah, so maybe. We, I mean, we're diverse. I think you've seen it by now. We like yeah. everything. Yeah, I'm just curious. Friend of mine wants to dark know. chocolate. Bring it on. Right. Yeah, right. I'm, I was, you know, I was just thinking. Um, I'm working on some Supermax stuff for D. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's going to be a few little drops before that. And I think I want to have D. I want to do a photo shoot with D for Supermax. We're all up for you. We're yeah, really man. Lucky, you know, we got love for you. Kid really is uh, s- such a potential or face for the brand in many ways, you know. He has He's a nice vibrant. aura about him also, man. Wow. Like wow. Aura that, about that kid is something. D's the best, bro. On the summer smoke out, his aura was just blinging, bro. It was really green. Right. Man, how was that? Did you guys enjoy yourself? Oh, it was amazing. Thank you so much for having us. I mean, <coughs> I mean, we smoked out like crazy. Sorry, Maya. Um, yeah, yeah sorry, Maya. Sorry, Maya. Hey, Maya. Hey, Maya. Turn, turn off. Don't listen. Yeah. You're yeah, done. Thank He's you. a vegetarian. Here, uh, turn off her uh, headphones. Uh, yeah, he does a lot of work with trees. He's an arborist. <laughs> Listen to that landscape. Yeah, it was ahead. a beautiful thing, man. Like, it was, the event was dope. It was all classy. Like, that's the thing I got to tell you. It was classy compared to other events that we've been to lately. Like, it was really classy. Like, I love it. It was. There was a lot of different businesses. There was seed junkies and all the other stuff all around showing their collaborations with cookies. Lots of different artists. Of course, Mr. D and Exhibit, two rap icons in the same category. They were both there making the event awesome. Did they talk to each other? Yeah, they met each other. They just shook hands and everything. It was dope, dope to see. That venue... Did you get to go upstairs at all? No, I say downstairs. Oh, I know. Man. I heard it was popping. Hazard was upstairs, right? Shout yeah, out to and and there's a massive wall that's a huge. Uh, what do you call it? LED. Oh, I miss. So that. like, whatever, whoever's up there DJing or performing, there's a huge LED that plays anything in the background. Massive. So I was. I, I wanted to just mention that because that was a venue that when me and you talked, and I was like, hey, if we wanted to do something dope. That's a place we could do it. I would love to host something like that. Man. Yeah, so me and you need to talk off air at some point in time about how we could uh, how we could build something up over there and do something. Yeah, because I was maybe classy. sponsored by Hard Luck, you know. Yeah, and yeah, I was down there. <clears throat> now it's you know obviously the toke heard around the world by now. Mm-hmm. That dude fell out, and I was asking because on I was listening to the the show. And I, I heard Jeff go, yeah, man, that's what happens. This guy tried to smoke with us, and we smoke real heavy. Is that true? We smoke a lot, man. I, and that guy that, was trying to keep up? That was four joints in uh, two grams each, supposedly. Those two-gram vibe joints. Yeah. You know, two grams in, or it's about three grams did, Yeah. Did you yeah. know that guy? Yeah. We, we knew the people that were with him. So there were two guys that were with him that we grew up with from the neighborhood. And I guess he tagged along with them. And so does I, he smoke on a regular? I don't know. But I mean, I feel like that might be 
one of the worst party fouls you could have ever imagined. Yeah, almost never these girls lap like straight. Yeah, right. she told me yeah. they like caught his head. Yeah. Right, the physical but, therapist was like doing CPR on him. I mean, stuff. listen, when I when hey, listen, if you should be in a party and they've already found like a pillow or something to put under your head and you're laid out in the middle of the that's a bad look. That's you like you get a timeout for the next two years. You can't go out to any party because you don't know how to smoke. Like if you know you're that shit's hitting you, go take here. a walk outside. You know what I mean? Go get yeah, some air. Man. You know what I mean? Like, Come on, man. some real rookie. I feel bad for him, though, but fuck, dude. Like, I, mean, I don't, dude, I, don't I don't. That's some real rookie shit. You shouldn't even come to the party. Yeah, and, and you'll never live that down. For the next 50 years, he's going to be known as Passed Out. Yeah, because it's on the podcasting, it's on the Hard Luck show. Right. And it's, it's like, Come on, Argus. Dude, and when he passed out, he hit. One of the, it was like a um, the the metal poles holding up those ropes. Yeah. He hit it so it sounded like a bell. It was like dong, Ding! and he was like out cold. I on told him, get that fucking dude out of here. <laughs> get the fuck out of here with that dude. Throw him out now. Oh, I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck, fuck out of here. Get him, get him out up. Here. Right. Guy's a liability, a walking liability. <laughs> it is a walking liability. <laughs> Um, all right, so uh, and so Maya, anything new happening for you? Who did your makeup? Did you do it yourself? I did it myself. And what's your philosophy <laughs> towards makeup? As this is your first modeling gig, were you like going natural? You're like, what? What do you, you know? I just did it. Um, In the he car, kind of mad. He uh -oh. doesn't like me wearing eyeliner or like makeup in general. But I think uh, he's getting pretty used to it. Yeah, but he's your dad. I can kind of understand. Yeah, well, I mean, of course, but, man. man. I like to keep it that, light. How does that feel as a dad? Like it's complicated. I don't know. But <laughs> the thing is, that I buy her the makeup though. Like I literally, right. I buy her the makeup. Like you could ask. I, I literally like packages get to the house and I'll be like, "This is what I got you." I observe it. If I think it's too much, I'll be like, "Hey, nah, this goes to someone else." Mm -hmm. But I buy her the makeup, and I kind of want to have the natural look. Like there's something about women in a natural look. Like to me, it's just like, oh shit, like. Look dope, but wait a yeah. second. But wait yeah. a second. I mean, she has probably a modeling career ahead of her. She's wearing makeup. She's entering womanhood. Hood, and I have a daughter that's three. Okay, so I'm not there yet. But I'm, my mind's already like, fuck, man, that's my little girl. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then, then she's gonna start looking beautiful, and I don't know what other guys are gonna do. And I'm gonna be like, how? How do you feel about? Th how is this for you as a as a dad? It's. I don't know. I'm speechless, dude. Like, oh, fuck. It's complicated. But it's but at the same time, I know that she's growing and she has to wear makeup and she has to look pretty, present herself in a certain way. So I'll accept it. But just, I don't know. It's it's hard. It's very it's a dramatic change when you have a, a, a daughter at a certain age and she's your daughter, she's a young girl. Uh, and then when they get to the age where makeup comes into it, I remember the first time my daughter had makeup all on. I was like... It's such a jump to like adult woman. Like now they're put. Uh, it just it's such a drastic change. Yeah, I was just like, wait a minute, man. Where's my little girl at? You know, it looked very dramatic. Now me not being intimately involved in it, her not being my daughter. You know, I think you look beautiful. Right. It's definitely. Um, it's definitely like it's 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 going from very like uh, like a young lady to like boom adulthood like in like like that you know with the, with the makeup on but i will say that uh i'm a i'm a person that likes a lot like barely any makeup and not all women are able to just not have a lot of makeup most women they need makeup but you're one of these women that you just don't you you, you can be good but you be good with a little lipstick and you're out the door <laughs> but so but i understand too like that's what i think i can't tell another human being Oh, you don't need that. You know, like it's it's for you. It's what makes you feel comfortable, and you right, not what I think. Right. So, my, you know what I'm saying? I'm so, just trying to tame the beast. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to tame it as much as I yeah, can. Yeah, we just gotta to... buy some more artillery. <laughs> Listen, uh, Maya. So, how does so tell us from a woman's perspective? Right, you've got three men sitting around talking and judging, four. thinking for oh, that, he's oh, Sean one. doesn't have anything. Yeah. You got men, he didn't say anything. You got men sitting around here talking about what they think about your makeup. How does it feel as a young woman to be like, well, I mean, I get what you guys are saying, but I'm like, I'm my own person. Or how do you feel okay. about it? Um, I, do get, I do get what you guys are saying, but um, I like makeup. I like doing my makeup. It, I, I can't speak. Um, 
the time that I take to do it, it's fun. It's fun for me, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's self-care for myself. Mm -hmm. And I enjoy doing it. I actually really enjoy doing it. And I don't know. It's just my face. I like to do my makeup. Mm -hmm. And if he doesn't like it. Pointing at dad. He's going to, you know, he's going to deal with it. I'll tell you story. I think the first time I seen her with makeup, he I, got made, so mad. I made her walk yeah. back into the house and, right. and like clear up her face. I did like the first time. How I long? Ago yeah, because it's too drastic of a change. Yeah, like she yeah. hit me with that it's one. It's for you, it's, but but for no, her, it wasn't for me. Like no, I'm me. saying for you, it was a drastic yeah, change. For her, for her, she's trying to get into adulthood. Yeah, she was trying right, to show right, me that she probably right. she was an adult and then she could have makeup on. But to me, it was like, nah, dude, get your ass back in the house. Get your ass back in the fucking house. That's what. Get your ass back in the fucking house, and then you come back out when your face is clean. There was yeah. no need for makeup that day. We were just going out right, to the house. Right, right, right. When like, was this? Right. Like last week? No, this was like last <laughs> year, right? Maybe. That was her exploring, I, testing her Yeah, dad, testing her yeah, like, yeah, yeah, how far I Maya, think when he told you to go back in the house, did you walk back like all mad and shit? Yeah, I was mad. I think we've been crying, huh? Um, I didn't pay attention. To <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to tell you that, but... It's yeah. just no. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I just think, like, I see her face, right? I think she's beautiful without makeup. Yeah. Absolutely. But, yep. It's just that change. It's, it's like Lucky said. It's drastic, and then you it hits you, and then you're like, you realize that you have a grown lady. You're right. Yeah. Exactly. At some point. Yeah. And yeah. you want to slow that down. You're like, well, yeah. a minute with all that. Like, I want to freeze it. Like I yeah. want to freeze her and just like keep her there. Like fuck, dude. Like don't grow. Yeah. Like, like like Han Solo in fucking Return of the Jedi. Just freeze her right there in a fucking carbon dated freezing, and then she won't change. Yeah, but I can't. She has to grow, and then this is part of her putting on makeup. Is part of her growing, and like she says, self care, and then her learning herself, which I'll accept. But at the same time, don't come up with those big ass eyelashes that you're about to fly away you know what I mean like, don't, don't do that to me because I don't think that's proper for her age there's a certain certain time and how old are you now Maya I'm 16 16 yeah that's tough that is tough because yeah. it, it is true she's not an, a woman yet yeah that's tough man yeah, yeah. and then I have her yeah. going everywhere with me so she's like being exposed to other things that someone at her age is not being exposed to so sure you know what I mean? That that concerns me too, and I'm trying to like. Mm -hmm. And when you when you, I think about this with my Tigra, okay? Like she's three and she puts a little nail polish on. It's cute, and I don't care about that, right? Whatever. But I think about when she's like 16, 17, and I'm taking her places, and I know me. When I set foot outside with my 17-year-old daughter, I'm going to be watching every guy's fucking face. And it better not be, I better not see that look. And you know what look I'm talking about, pointed at my daughter. I can't control it, but I know me. I'm going to be like fucking radar, like, man, don't be fucking looking scandalous at my daughter right now, motherfuckers. Nah, I'm going to fucking go crazy. Do you, do you get that? Yeah, I get that. Especially <sighs> now that we moved out to Hollywood and we're walking down Hollywood Boulevard, <sighs> we're passing all these fucking bars and shit. And uh, like, oh, with the happy hour come in, and I'm like, motherfucker, she's only sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that guy wants. Yeah. You know what, motherfucker, she's only sixteen. Fool, calm down. Yeah. Right. Like I like, but I want her around me, so <clears throat> I would rather have her around me during right. these things. And then I, as I'm walk, driving home or whatever, I kind of talk to her. Or two days later, I, I think about how I almost like talk to her about it. Then have some random ass guy take her, dude. Yeah. Forget that. Yeah. That ain't. Yeah. Yeah, you know what what about you, Steve? Did you go through a little bit of that? Like when you see somebody look scandalous at your dog? Ah, oh, dude, I'm on radar. Like, was, uh, yeah, I, I have no control <laughs> over that. You know, like, I'd take off. What about you? Uh, if Blue if I gave, if it's that, like, I haven't had it happen. Me I haven't had somebody dis like disrespectfully be like, you know, do oh, dude, if I, I see that. Looking. Oh, dude, that. Nah, bro, I'm bro. A, I, I don't care what anybody says. At, right at that moment, yeah. dude's getting checked. I don't care, man. That's just how I am. Right. I haven't had that happen. Um, but I also uh, am conscious, am extremely conscious about how I, I, I engage my daughter on what she tells me and how I am around her because... I could very easily offend my daughter right? or make it into a way where she then feels like she can't talk to me or she can't trust me or now she has a reason to like, um, my dad can't, like, we're, we're very, 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 um, we communicate really, really well and I don't want to fuck that up. So I have to be able to contain myself when she tells me different things. I need to not react. I used to, right. I used to react and then she's like, 
she would tell her mom, I can't tell dad anything because he gets mad. I'm at that I'm phase here. right now that you're that you're at where I'm starting to learn how to like control my reactions because I'm a fucking dick. And then I express myself really hard towards her. Like I haven't yeah. I have no filter, right? Right. And, and I'm sorry for that, Maya. But it's like it's fucked up. I'm trying to like control my anger and kind of like talk to myself before I react. And then so because I don't want to offend her in any way because I don't want to lose her love. Well, yes, and I have to say that at the dynamic of the age that you're at, when I was at my, I had no filter either, you know? I had to get to a point where I have to allow my daughter to be her own person. I have to allow my daughter to have her experiences. Uh, If somebody does something really wrong, of course I'm going to get into it. But I also have to allow her to deal with heartache and 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 life. picking and choosing in life you know i'm not gonna so her her she feels safe in me being able to come to me and share with me honestly then she feels like she has a safe dad yeah. if she feels like she has a dad that when everything she tells i'm gonna go out and hunt motherfuckers down again well then 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 she doesn't i've learned that that makes my daughter feel unsafe yeah what she wants is a father that she can share with and i'm not going to be flipping out and that's what makes my daughter feel safe does that right. make sense yeah it makes sense so basically you don't flip out in front of her and then you clip the dude sometime later later on which later. Not right. yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, i don't know what happened. came into the joint <laughs> right, one time. right 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 no right. one's ever seen him since so uh but that's a process that each person goes through. My process ain't gonna be like your process. Everybody has a different process on a different timeline, but I've come to understand. It was like me being with a woman. If I have to kick everybody's ass that looks at her or do all that shit, women feel unsafe around me. Yeah. Instead of me thinking I'm protecting and making them feel safe, now they feel unsafe, you know what right. I'm saying? So that carries on with all my relationships with women, but I hear you, bro. You And I think that your feelings are valid absolutely um but it's a process because you're not going to stop her from growing no i can't it's life yeah it's life it's life you know every day there's fathers and their daughters are growing and you know that's sean do you find that are you when you walk around with quit do you look at women like don't be looking at my son (laughs) all the time yeah yeah Yeah. no i i i I really wanted a girl when I when my wife was pregnant. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. There's something about like a little baby girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do like, have to say there is an interesting special relationship between the pops and the hell yeah. right, right. And I thought like if if it was a boy, then it would be attached to my wife, and I'd be you know right. second fiddle. Right. Which is not the case. Which is n- I mean you know he definitely has a special relationship with his his mom. Right. That I'm not. Yeah, of course. Of yeah, but right. you're uh, with him all the time. I am, but he still he still yeah. loves my wife way yeah, more. Yeah, man, it's, it's crazy. And Vincent the same. Really, he has something with with Jessica yeah. that I can't have. They just crazy. they got something, but I got something with Sophia that Jessica doesn't have. It's the male female dynamic. Right, right. Just is. Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely have a special relationship with Tigra. I mean, she. She and I are really good friends. Like we we played it like, you know, on this trial I've been so busy I haven't been able to come home and play with Tigra and Friday was a dark day for the court, so I came home early from work and you know, she's like not three yet and she said, you know, um, Papa, I missed you. Mm-hmm. I almost started crying. I'm about to start crying right now. Mm-hmm. Uh because um I just didn't realize how much meaning it would be, bring to me and to into my life to be having a friendship with, you know, this little girl who's growing into going to be growing into this world. If, if you know, bro, you're in for a big true man. Wait till your kid starts turning like nine, ten years old. Then really? you're gonna get, oh, dude, it's like a whole different right now. You're a little kid. You're little, she's still little. You still have control. Yeah. <laughs> Watch when she starts operating on their on their own accord, bro, and becoming her own person on her own accord. I don't know, bro. And then as they get older, and you start getting into stages, like that relationship availed me something I didn't even know was coming. Right. And and I you can't know? predict and I got that the guy. I got my son, who's my boy. Is like you know, like we, we got that, you know. But there's this different thing with a woman that they can teach you 
so much, man. Well, there's like, a lot I crazy. need to learn. Yeah. There's a lot I have another I relationship with another woman that I have with her. Like, literally. Right. Way. Even the way I treat her, I don't treat another woman. Well, well that's other than my mom. Other than my mom. Other right? than your mom. Yeah, but yeah. it teaches you how to, like, treat women, though, at the it same time. It does, bro, it, it teaches you. They, like, my daughter was yeah. the first woman in my life that I'm not going to walk out on. <laughs> that I can't throw with. That I can't. I, 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 I tr I've treated women very badly in my life. Sure. But my daughter was the one that I, I just will never give up on. I'll never stop loving her. So through that, I've had to learn how to grow up and be a man and treat a woman without want. That's the other thing. I treat women because I want something. That, all my relationships are give and take with a woman. Right. I'll do this because I want that. But my daughter, I want nothing from my daughter yeah. except her well-being. So when you're approaching that and you're doing that as straight love with right. nothing in exchange, right. that's a different dynamic with a woman that maybe even you have, probably you haven't even experienced yet. Because no, there's hey, a given trade with your wife. First of all, even. I didn't even have, listen, I didn't even have a mom. Right. All right. Mm -hmm. So every woman up until my daughter, right, that I was in a relationship with. It's I, a deal. It's I a wanted deal. something. Right. I wanted to, you know. That's what I'm saying. And in that, in that context, when you really start going deep in that as she goes up, that's the thing that starts to change you and this whole thing. You get to discover parts of you that you didn't know how good or, 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 or you get what I'm saying? Listen. So you get yes. defined as a man through your daughter. No, no, no. I totally get that. I mean, I'm getting some of that now with her being two, one coming up to three for me and and her i find myself not wanting to put ideas in her head but allow her to discover whatever it is that she's doing i find myself wanting her to have the best possible experience with nothing in return for me trying to support her play her brain her intelligence all that stuff i'm not trying to tell her like you know i'll tell you something sometimes you see people with their kids I don't know that they pay attention to their language. So sometimes they say, oh, they're, they're shy like Uncle Robbie. But that kid might not be shy. That kid's actually just a kid. But you say that kind of shit enough to a two-year-old, three-year-old, four-year-old, that's like programming. They might start acting it out. Well, so yeah. I put a lot of effort into not overdoing telling her what she is, how she's, what, whatever she's going to be, all that kind of stuff. What I try to do is pay is pay a lot of attention to her. Be like when I'm when we're playing, right? I'm playing with her. Well, I understand that. I tell you one thing, <laughs> bro. I understand. Understand me. I gotta say this, man. Right now, he's in the young stages. Daughter's a little, very little. Yeah. My daughter's already. 25 kind of in career going mm -hmm. you have a 16 year old daughter i'm in the middle and it's right now yeah right the world right and that's got to create some pressures man that's gotta be like <sighs> it does because i gotta show her everything within the next like three years for me like yeah time's her, running out bro yeah i gotta show her how to be a, <laughs> how to be a lady how to conduct herself how to think about how she's gonna make money in the future how to brand herself because she kind of wants to brand herself and take certain chances right in the business. Mm -hmm. like, I got to try to teach her all that shit while I do my job, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Well. So, which is dope. But but it's dope, though, because I'm seeing her grow. Right. She's not just stuck at home on a goddamn phone, right? Like, right. She's right. actually right. trying to grow right. something. Like I'm just trying to feed those ideas in her brain. Like, okay, you want to do that? All right, let's get you in this situation. So. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. 
Kroger.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, and this is a terrible segue, but I think it's the only way. I've been thinking about this. While we've been talking about this father-daughter stuff, so it's very good. But I've also been thinking about trying to, because he, you know, is somewhat associated or close to the show or some of the people that have been on the show, James Kahn, who has a son, Scotty Kahn, mm-hmm. who is in the industry, like you, Mr. Manager Jeff, right? I mean, and is trying to bring his son into the industry. And this gentleman has passed away an icon, a legend, and we haven't been able to address it on the show yet because of the timing issues. And so since we're talking about family, I think it's important to hear a little bit about what Big Lux knows or feels about, you know, Scotty, James, what they've meant to him and our friends, mutual friends over at Enzo's. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve, where were you or, or how did you find out about the passing of James Conn and what does that mean for you and in your circles? Um, well, uh, that guy was like, uh, when you talk about the Godfather, Sonny. Right. my favorite <laughs> character in the film. Wait a second. That's your favorite character? Oh, yeah. Sonny's my favorite character in Why? the film. I love James Conn, Rollerball, all his movies, The Thief. I just am a big James Conn fan ever since godfather right his attitude in goodfellas i mean in in godfather like that was just the dude bro that's who i was automatically attracted to right godfather one um i'm close with his son uh scotty um who you know did a whole supermax interview for us uh james con lived upstairs from jessica and uh, Jessica's mom and dad for fucking five years. Really? He was their neighbor. Yeah, so I would see him, Scotty. Um, Scotty was in the hooligans, and he was a rapper, and, and you know he moved into acting and uh, plays and theatrical, and now he's got Hawaii Five. Oh, he's been doing it for a while. Right. So he's been a close friend for, damn, 30 years. He was like a little brother when me and Stevan were growing up. I got to meet James Kahn when I put together a release of James of Scotty Kahn's book with the hundreds, we did a collaboration release of his book and he invited his dad. So I had got to, you know, I'd gotten to meet his dad before, but I got to sit and talk with his dad for 20 minutes that night. And, uh, just, a an icon he's exactly like Sonny when I met him I was gonna ask you how much different or how close he fucking it was like I was talking to an older Sonny when I was sitting there talking to him yeah like a wise guy you know right he's a man's man he has like that alpha male energy absolutely even at that age he's sharp he's quick he's witty he's funny he's a man's man he was just well dressed and well groomed old school uh, a real shake your hand, look you in the eye, tell you how it is. Like, right. Um, the type of man that that uh, that I get on with, you know, um, just an incredible actor. And uh, I got text in the morning when it happened, like eight in the morning. Somebody texted me, and so then I uh, then text Scotty and just sent my condolences over to him. And um, Esteban knew him quite well too. Right. Had done a lot of shoots with those guys. Um, Paul. Right. R knew him. So did Lenny. They're very close with Ronnie Khan, who's his brother. His brother's deep, 25 years in recovery. Wow. Uh, worked at Cry Help. And, and his brother's like a, a younger version of him. Um, so, yeah, man, an icon. And, like, you know, guys like him pass away. And that's part of my history of growing up. That guy's a staple, you know. Right. I'll ride along there with... De Niro, Pacino, Scorsese, the greats, you know. So um, when you lose an actor like that, you know, the Robert Redfords or the Dustin Hoffmans or like it's in that genre of actors that I grew up watching and wanted to be like. It's kind of like the golden age of cinema. Absolutely. I mean, that's you're kind of I'm seeing these things happen and I kind of feel like an era is slowly going away. And it is going to go away. I remember my mom sitting on the couch in her era going away. Right. With, with Montgomery Cliff passing. And like 
all the great, you know, Rock Hudson. And, right. and that's what she was to look at me and she would go, I grew up, I was like, what? Now, now they're dead, you know? And now I'm that age and I'm watching all my hero actors, you know, slowly. And it, that's just part of life. Isn't it crazy? We lost three, like, as far as gangster films, right. like mafia films. We lost three dudes in like one month. Yeah, Ray Liotta. Um, That's Tony the shocker. Sirico, the guy from um, Polly Walnuts. Polly Walnuts, yeah, from Sopranos. And then and James, James Conn. Yeah, yeah. Three big mob guys. Ray, yeah. Liotta, mob. Ray Liotta was, he was like the youngest. Yeah, he was way young to, he, to go He was out. starting to look bad, though. <laughs> I, I, like puffy. Poor health. Poor health. Puffy. From, from what? Though? I mean, I, I didn't know that he was suffering from anything. Was oh, he? he was a he was a hardcore addict for okay. a long time. All right. Well, so, was he? So like, but I don't know that he was getting active then when he died. I don't know that he, he was like that. But for a long time, he was a big. From what I understand, from whatever, yeah. big into coke and alcohol for a long time. I mean, who wasn't? I mean, let's be honest. Maya, when you hear older men talk about great older men stars dying from the great alpha male movies, does it are you does it sound like what Steve described when he's listening to his mom, where it's like I don't know who the fuck they're talking about? Yeah, it does. Cause I don't know who you guys are talking about. It's amazing. Look, Jeff, she doesn't know. know James Con. But so who do, <coughs> who are the big? Would you say so, movie stars or streaming services stars or whatever? I don't know what you, young kids are watching these days. Who are your stars that, that if they were to pass away later, you'd be like, oh, man, that's crazy. Mr. D? I don't think that. Is that who it is? Mr. D? Who's no. the big movie stars right now in your for head you, when you think for of you. Big, big men movie stars? Yeah. I don't, I don't watch a lot of movies, so. Television? If Jennifer Lopez passed away, would you feel like, wow, that's heavy? I don't know. It's oh, like, like, who's yeah, that? She died. But I feel like. <laughs> It wouldn't hurt me. Right. Is there anybody, is there any artist that you follow or you think like, ah, you know, they're really doing it? No. The one right. she follows already dead. Like Tupac. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she can't go through the pain. Like, yeah, she can't go so through I, the pain. Yeah. That Biggie and Tupac are already out of the way. already out of the way. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, you know, one of the things I've always been, and because I don't know, so I'm ignorant of it, but I've always wondered what the last name Khan is derived from because it's c-a-a-n and is that it is that italian at all or is that irish i believe it's irish right so how is he able to play such a great italian well i mean i know he's an, look, a lot of jewish and uh, you got a lot of jewish and irish guys playing italians in the movies all the time con so march 26 1942 july 6 2022 uh, he was in obviously Robert Altman, who was a great director. Countdown, Francis Ford Coppola's *The Rain People*, which I never saw. He played Sonny Corleone in uh, *The Godfather*. He reprised the role in *Godfather* Part Two. That's 1974, Big Lux. Yep, yeah. that's like oh, fifty some odd years ago, <clears throat> and it's still relevant if you put that. Yeah, movie oh hell yeah, right. Uh, Thief. Uh, he was in Misery. Yeah, Rollerball. He was, he was in, in Misery. Yeah, he, he was, was the, the guy, guy the that bed. got his fucking yeah. ankle whacked off. Well, dude. If you guys didn't see Rollerball, the original Rollerball, he was great in that movie. His last... <laughs> Ryan song. What the hell is that? This is the scene from Misery. He's like... Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's not. A, there's not a whole lot of talking, but he hides a, a knife and then she comes in. Breaks his legs. Yeah, breaks his fucking legs. I remember yeah. reading that in middle school. Yeah. The book. Eddie. <laughs> Whatever you think I'm not doing, please don't do it. Oh, She's got a sledgehammer. God. Stuck in the bed. Trust me. Kathy Bates. Brutal. Uh, hey, um, so Khan was born in the Bronx, New York City, to Sophie and Arthur Khan, Jewish immigrants. So that's mm -hmm. what it, Jewish immigrants from Germany. Mm -hmm. His father was a kosher meat dealer. Blah 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 blah. That's interesting. So. But I guess I'm also asking because he did seem like he understood the world. You know, like Polly Walnuts, right? 
he seemed to be like a le- like a legitimate character from that culture mm-hmm. if i would put it like that i mm-hmm. mean it seemed almost like you know you couldn't really get an actor to be like james Kahn was or like polly Wal- uh, walnuts or or i don't know what ray liotta's background is but he seemed to be able to really dial in that performance for that specific era and time sure so um sean brought it up because he was doing some research and you said that i was listening to something and um Someone was being interviewed. Uh, someone was interviewing uh, Sammy the Bull, and the, and Sammy the Bull started talking about James Con, like, like right? he was plugged in. Oh, and, absolutely! Uh, yeah. Do you have that? I do. Have <coughs> that. Yeah, there. I know who they're plugged. I know who he's plugged in with. Well, hold on. Let's see. Let's see what Sammy says, and then I want to hear what you think about this because you actually know these. People. This is from uh, Breaking they, News. Uh, uh, at this moment, you just mentioned him. <laughs> Breaking uh, the movie <laughs> Godfather and Sonny Corleone, Megan James Kahn was the actor played that role. Just died. Just got that news in. Eighty-two oh, years Khan? old. James Kahn just died. Wow, so sad. Who's that yeah, old guy? That's the, an icon. The old guy is Sammy. Yeah, Hall. yeah, yeah. Oh. Do you know he was hooked? What do you mean? He was he, he was in the mob. What? James Conn was it was in, hooked in with the mob. That's the guy who played uh, Sonny, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. What? What do you mean? I was he there. Was... I was there when he came down and asked permission to be in that movie. I was there with Carmine Persico. Joe Colombo gave him. Who did he the ask role permission of? To be in the movie. But who who is he? See- whose permission was he seeking? Joe Colombo's, and he came to Carmine Persico because there was a guy, uh, Andrew Mush, who was friendly with him. Matter of fact. Uh, Andrew Mush, who was a captain in the Colombo family, uh, became godfather to his kid or vice versa. They were real tight um, all their lives. So he, he was connected with the Colombo family. Wow. So at some point. Would, would Sammy the Bull know that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, is it out of turn to be talking about it? Sammy the Bull's a, a, a rat. Right. So of course he's going to talk about it. He's going to say all sorts of inappropriate stuff. So, I mean, that's what I'm trying to figure out. It's like, why is Sammy the Bull on Megyn Kelly giving interviews and it's filmed? It's just kind of like, how is he still here? He's out there ratting on everybody. He has his own podcast. He has his own shows. He's talking about everybody and everything. Anytime they put a camera on, that guy's trying to talk. Right. But about, about everybody and everything. Right, but, and, but I guess uh, I guess he's real careful. He doesn't fall down the stairs or anything. Oh yeah, there ain't no, no yeah. He's he's yeah. How does that happen? How does a guy? How does a guy like justify that? No. How does he get away with being like sort of the biggest rat ever known to like one of the organizations that's known to get rid of their rats, so to speak? How does he keep on like going every day and no one's no one's whacked him? Well, I mean, I don't think anybody would, but I'm just saying, how does he not have an accident? I don't know. Well, the thing of it is, though, is is I think times have changed. Like, yeah, I mean, rats are accepted now. Like, it's regular thing. Like, it's like it's anybody could be a rat and then be accepted in this fucking industry. Uh, well, yeah, man. It's, I mean, it just seems kind of crazy to me because if I recall correctly. He went into the witness protection program and then started selling ecstasy out of yeah. Arizona yeah. and got busted for that. Yeah. And he's still somehow rolling around out there. Well, yeah, he served uh, 20 years for that. Did he? Yeah. He served five for the whole thing with Gotti, got ratted, got out of that whole thing, then went to Arizona, started, got busted in X, and they gave him 20 for that. And he did the 20 yeah. or whatever. And so maybe he's just been so outside the deal that it's like not worth the the, the deal. Yeah, man, he's yeah. But uh, yeah, he would say some inappropriate stuff, I could imagine. But James Con, I'm not gonna say he was hooked in or any of that. But I I know that he knows those guys, right? You know, right. So I don't know. Just like probably a lot of people know those guys. The Nero probably knows those guys. Scorsese probably knows those guys. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. When you're when you're making movies like that, 
you're gonna can't help but bump into those guys. And I would imagine get that get some permission to do things, and you know that's what I would think. And I would yeah. also, I mean, I would think that Francis Ford Coppola would absolutely make sure to do the right diplomatic. They made things. a whole fucking TV series, The Making of the Godfather. Right, it's on. You know, they're talking about all that kind of stuff. Right, that is interesting. I think so. From what I hear. Oh, he's got his ear to the ground. Yeah. This one over here hears uh, I, got, I got this. I'm trying to pull it up right now. Yeah. Uh, they call him Mr. Surveillance, this one. <laughs> <laughs> so from what I hear, um, there's a dude, Anthony the Animal Fiato, mm-hmm. and he was saying that um, that he was hooked in with the feds. He So he's another rat, right? Mm-hmm. Fiato. So, yeah. So he's another, and he, what he said was that James Conn was plugged in, and that um, at one time, James Conn tried to, uh, I guess he was friends with some guy who owns a hotel, and Joe Pesci was staying at this hotel, and when he left, he didn't pay his bill. Who, Joe Pesci? Yeah. I mean, Joe every Pesci. actor, no actor I know pays their bill, right, but go right, ahead. Right, right, okay. So the, uh, the owner of the hotel is pissed off, and he calls James Conn. Uh-huh. And James Conn's like, oh, ah, what am I going to do? He's like, hey, maybe you could you know, get a message up the line for me. I don't know. You know? So James Conn apparently calls his buddy. Okay. Right. And All runs right. it up the flagpole to have, you know, maybe uh, Joe oh. Pesci run into a little bit of trouble somewhere. You know, okay. maybe take a couple, uh, you know, a couple bumps. Right. Yeah. Um, so apparently this guy calls the animal, uh, Fiatso or whatever. And the feds get it on on tape. They're listening. Yeah. So apparently he was plugged in. But, you know, according to the animal. But the animal's the rat. Right. He is the yeah. rat. So you can't trust what you he's saying. can't trust anything. Yeah, but he's right. saying that the feds have it on tape. I mean, whatever. Well, Wait. God bless James Conn. Right. And, and uh, right. Icon and... Uh, James yeah. Conn, Icon. Yeah, absolutely. That's right, Lee. And, and sending out all my condolences to Scotty and the family and everybody out there. And you can say whatever you want, but what you can't do is you can't take away a stellar performance in probably the best American film of all time. The biggest. I, the Godfather. If you think about the way films are now and you think about the way how many people work on a film, for a film to be that focused, that excellent, on all the levels, from set design to performance, it's almost like a miracle. And you guys need to go watch the original Rollerball. It's from the 70s. James Conn's the star. It is fucking great. What is, this, what is the movie about? You got to watch it. But I mean, is, is this, what are they, roller skating? Oh, I've seen no, that, it's bro. Like, uh, it's, 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 like, uh, it's like gladiators. Yeah, on it's like gladiators on roller, on roller skates. skates. And, and they're killing each other. It's called rollerball. It's like this futuristic game they're playing. It's like and, roller derby. It's like yes, roller, roller derby and running each other. Man. It's like Mad kind Max and, and yeah, 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 yeah. Mad Max and it's roller derby. Good. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's good. It's a good movie. Well, listen, fucking a. hey to hey, uh, Mr. Khan and the Khan family. Salud yeah. to Jeff and Maya. Thank you for having me, Maya. Them. Jeff Thank to fathers all around the world. Salud. Uh, can you, Jeff, can you give everybody a big shout out on how to follow you, D? Shout out, you can follow me on Instagram at SoCalWiz, and you can follow D on MrD12700 on Instagram, and check out his new YouTube. He got a bunch of new videos out. Bunch of new music coming out, so uh, keep your eyes. Keep your eyes open for Mr. D. Yes, keep sir. your eyes open for Mr. D and Chumahan's buddy film called That's Fucked Up. That's the title. That's Fucked Up. Coming to theaters soon. Only in theaters. We're not streaming that shit. All right, thank you. Okay. Let's get it. Let's do it. Sean at movemental.media for all your audio and podcasting. Right. Nice. Ovon de Bone LLP. We wear braids to court. Let the tomahawks fly. The best legal representation of money came by. And I want to give a shout out to uh, Calco. Great job. And yes. the Pulpo Beard Oil. Pulpo. And shout out to uh, Instagram Jesus. Happy birthday. Thank you for all you do. Uh, Mike, big pick. Where you at, Mike? Jump All in right. there and say something. All right. Shout out Mike Angelo Photography on IG. Also right. check out XP Photography. Check him out. Real dope. Um, Bionic Sound System. Mm-hmm. All DJ rentals. If you need it, let us know. We will hook you up. Very lovely. Yeah. www.supermaxhardware.com. <laughs> yeah. Check us out. We just dropped Summer Capsule. 
Cookies SF, at Cookies SF, at Vibes Papers. Um, shout out to Esteban Oreo, the yes. Soul Assassins. Yes. Big shout out to Burner and yes. the Cookies fam. Yes. And thank you, Enzo's Pizzeria, for the great food that you provided yeah. today, the catering. And PYFC, Pico Youth and Family Center. Thank you, Alex. And we are... What, do you have a brand in my or what? No, not yet. No, not, not brand right, anything. All right, all right. Nope. Cookies is her brand. Yeah, cookies. Cookies. Adios, amigos, from the Hard Luck Show. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.